Hello and welcome to this new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. Today, Brother Steve Rundu will be talking about stewards of God's treasured possession during the Bible segment. Before that, we'll be having Savim Teshi talk about kidney infection. We also have great tunes that will be coming your way. To start off, his Advent homecoming ensemble with the song, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled. Let not your heart be that is still keeping me company. Here's this health segment by M. Savium Teshi. Welcome. Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Our topic for today is kidney infection. Our urinary bladders are prone to infection by bacteria and once those invading bacteria enter the bladder, they can travel up into our kidneys through the urinary tubes that connect the two structures. We were created with kidneys, a sophisticated filtering system designed to remove dangerous waste products from our bodies. Once bacteria invade that filtering system during a kidney infection, prompt medical attention is required, as the bacteria can spread into our bloodstream, creating a potentially deadly condition. Our whole body can become involved in an inflammatory response against the bacteria. 
the body's blood vessels relax and fluid from our blood vessels begins to leak into surrounding tissues. As a result, our blood pressure can drop to dangerously low levels and restoring the blood pressure may require massive fluid replacement in a hospital intensive care unit. Mechanical ventilation and dialysis may also be required to support your lungs and kidneys as they may also have become poisoned. Additionally, the infection can cause severe scarring of the kidneys, preventing them from ever returning to normal function. Unfortunately, people can die from these complications of severe kidney infection. Doctors are becoming increasingly concerned about kidney infections because the bacteria that most commonly cause the infections have been difficult to treat with antibiotics. Relatively effective biotics have been developed in recent years, but the bacteria are now developing antibiotic resistance. Studies show that in both community and hospital settings, the incidence of bacterial resistance to the antibiotics has climbed 50 to 60 percent over the, just the past 11 years. Systems of a kidney infection may include a fever, pain in the back or the side of the abdomen, and a constant strong urge to urinate resulting in your urinating frequently. Urination will cause a burning pain and you may find blood or pus in your urine. Children with kidney infection may return to bedwetting. They may become extremely irritable, they may refuse to eat, and they may pass loose bowel movements along with their frequent urination. Older adults may become very confused. Women carry a greater risk of kidney infection than do men because the tube that drains a woman's urinary bladder is much shorter than a man's, so bacteria have a shorter distance to travel from outside the body to invade the bladder. The short distance between a woman's drainage tube and her vagina and anus also allows more opportunity for bacteria to enter her urinary bladder and spread to the kidneys. Another factor that increases your risk of developing a kidney infection is any condition that obstructs your flow of urine, things such as kidney stones or an enlarged prostate gland in men. Urine that does not completely drain because of obstruction becomes a good culture medium in which bacteria can grow rapidly. Finally, medical conditions such as diabetes, an HIV virus infection or conditions requiring treatments by steroids will damage your immune system and that would increase your risk of developing a kidney infection. A simple microscopic examination can identify bacteria, blood or pus in your urine. If abnormalities are found, your urine will be cultured and you will be started on an appropriate antibiotic. Antibiotics that are the first line of treatment for kidney infections. Usually, symptoms of an uncomplicated infection will begin to clear up within a few days of treatment, but you need to continue antibiotics for a week or longer. You must take all the antibiotics given to you by your doctor to ensure that the infection is completely eliminated. If your kidney infection is severe, your doctor may admit you to the hospital, allowing the antibiotics to be given through a vein in your arm and the complications of the infection to be properly treated. Mild, uncomplicated kidney infections can safely be treated with antibiotics taken at home. Some measures you can take to help decrease your discomfort while being treated at home include placing a heating pad to your abdomen to reduce the feelings of pressure or pain of the infection. For fever or discomfort, take non-aspirin pain relievers as directed by your doctor or the prescription medicine that has been given to you.
Most importantly, drink plenty of fluids as fluids will help to flush bacteria from your urinary tract. Avoid coffee and alcohol until your infection has cleared as these products can aggravate your frequent or urgent need to urinate. There are people who have kidney infections that cannot be eliminated with multiple courses of appropriate antibiotics or infections that recur frequently. If you are one of these people, your doctor will refer you to a specialist to identify rare but potentially treatable medical problems that we can surgically repair. To summarize, reduce your risk of developing a dangerous kidney infection by taking steps to prevent developing a urinary bladder infection. Women wipe from front to back after urinating and after bowel movements to prevent the bacteria that are present in the region from spreading to your urinary bladder. Avoid using feminine products such as deodorant sprays or douches in the genital area. They can irritate the outlet of your urinary bladder, allowing bacteria to gain entry. Both men and women should avoid holding back urination when you feel the urge and empty their bladders after sexual intercourse. Urinating as soon as possible after intercourse helps to clear bacteria, reducing the risk of infection. Drink plenty of liquids to flush bacteria from your body as you urinate. You need to drink enough water or other liquid to produce light, almost colorless urine. Finally, take your antibiotics as directed by your doctor and take all the antibiotics your doctor has given you. This minimizes the risk of an infection returning and the development of resistant organisms. Health Nugget is written by Dr. Richard Eukel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening. For those who just joined us, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. Do not forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Like I promised, here's a song, My Jesus, I Love Thee, by Advent Homecoming Ensemble.
It is now time to get a spiritual nourishment from Brother Steve Rundu. Be blessed. Stewards of God's treasured possession, His people. Our key text this day comes from Exodus chapter 19 verses number 5 and 6. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. As we So in Exodus chapter 6 verses 7 the covenantal relationship God shares with his people hinges on our belonging to him. In Exodus 19 from verses 5 and 6 God adds a condition. He requires us to respond to his generosity by stewarding our part of the bargain. By keeping up with our own covenantal obligations God's people are blessed so we can be a blessing. The New Testament calls upon Christians to be conformed to Christ's image, a new covenant manifestation of our identity as God's treasured possessions. Christians' financial stewardship leader Howard Dayton has this to say about the stewardship implications of this commission. Our heavenly Father wants us as his children to be conformed to the image of his son. The character of Christ is unselfish. Unfortunately, Humans are by nature selfish. One of the key ways our character becomes conformed to Christ is by habitual giving. Someone said, "Giving is not God's way of raising money; it is God's way of raising people into the likeness of His Son." Evangelical theologian Nar Scott Rodin explores the difficulties we encounter in terms of our stewardship role when we fail to understand the implications of our identity in Christ. How do we define ourselves? our response for being here our vocation and our future the process of understanding who our god is and therefore of understanding what is real leads to the realization that knowing who our god is determines our self knowledge we were created by he by this god that we were loved saved called and and empowered by his this god to be the people of the kingdom of this god if we are created beings We can only find ourselves in an understanding of the heart of our creator. Apart from the certain knowledge of our entire existence is called into question. Within the church, the lack of anchoring of our ethics to our self-understanding found in Jesus leads in too often to a detached biblicism where the Bible is read as a spiritual first aid book, leaving us to pick and choose remedies that seem applicable to the ills of our day in this lack of grounding and certainty stewardship studies have to define their purpose according to secular values such as a sense of altruism just because i am a good person or a general philanthropy love of humanity in general or in the less enviable motivations such as guilt all choose starving children 
All those starving children. Oh my God. Fear. Oh, you too may one day have cancer. Personal gain. It is deductible. After all, recognition. Brass plaques gallow. Or a misplaced reality. The church says, just do it. When these are the driving forces for our ethics of stewardship, they always lead us to the to a dead end. This is the quagmire of a stewardship ethic detached from a self-understanding that comes from the heart of our Creator. Stewards of God's treasure's possession are stewards that are most highly placed because His people are the most treasured possession. And therefore those who God has entrusted to manage His most treasured possession are highly placed. That is why He called them a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. In short, they are called royal priesthoods. Think about this. How was Jesus giving sacrificial? How was Jesus giving sacrificial? How can you, sorry, how can your giving also be sacrificial? Then, when you examine your heart, what do you determine motivates your giving? Let us ask God to give us an honest determination for giving. Giving not because we will gain something out of it. Giving not because there are other starving children outside there and therefore there is guilt in us. Giving not because of philanthropy or giving not because it's an obligation or for recognition. But giving because it is a call from the Almighty God that we love. Giving because we understand it all belongs to Him and therefore there is no need of keeping it because He can take it away at any time. Let us act on this, brethren. Determine a way to give sacrificially and then make a plan to implement that giving. Let us pray. O oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the sacrificial offering of your Son Jesus Christ on the cross. You gave Him to die for us, your people, your most treasured possession. Lord, teach me also how to give sacrificially for the sake of your people too. Teach me how to be a better steward, and not just a steward, but a royal priesthood, a steward treasured with the possession of your people. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your kindness, and thank you for your forgiveness for our prayed, trusting and believing in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope that you've been blessed just like I was. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show for today. Feel free to give your views, comments, and suggestions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist All Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. You can also drop us an email at awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Have a blessed and a fruitful day as you continue to listen to other shows. Be sure to join us tomorrow. I've been a presenter, Samuel Monkey. Oh, and remember, stay safe. Stay blessed. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God and in me. In my Father's house are many bars.